Today's topic I want to talk about is something that if you talk to any of my closest friends, they would say, oh yeah, Francesca struggled with that and still does sometimes. It's this idea of making wrong choices. And I put quotes around wrong choices because if you were to say to the me that grew up in a Catholic home, went to Catholic school for most of my life, I would definitely think that there's a wrong choice for everything. And no judgment on anyone if you're religious or not or wherever your beliefs land. But I feel like, obviously, I believe in morality. Like, there can be wrong choices in the sense that, like, killing someone or other things, yeah, that's wrong. But what I'm talking about is just, you know, decisions in our daily lives, right? Choosing what college to go to, who to marry, what career track to take, or even simple decisions like what takeout to order or which iPhone size to get. Hello, first world decisions, right? A lot of people, many whom I have met or are in my life, decisions like that, they feel anxious. They waffle back and forth. They get really just panicky about making a decision. And obviously, choosing what college to go to, who to marry, what career to choose, those are bigger decisions. But I want to remove this idea that there are wrong choices. Okay. So when we panic and get worried about decisions, it's aside from possible burnout and perfectionism at play, this is often a signal that we don't trust ourselves. So let's talk about the what ifs. This was something I struggled with in a big way, especially when it came to making decisions for my business. I'd be paralyzed and just wrecked with fear because I believed there was a wrong choice in everything that I did, down to the caption that I wrote, down to the kind of content I posted, or even if I want to spend $10 on whatever it is, right? It felt scary to commit, especially on the bigger things, because what if I miss out or I fail? Writer Jeanette Winterson says, I have a theory that every time you make an important choice, the part of you left behind continues the other life you could have had. Bingo. Imagining what could have been or could be makes it hard to decide. Trying my best to get this episode out without the incessant sirens. As you can tell, I'm in New York City and I try my best to mitigate it, but sometimes it just peeks through. So that quote, just nailed it completely. Imagining what could have been or could be makes it hard to decide, right? And I think if we unpack that a little bit, there's a weight that some of us give to decisions. So for example, I'll just use me as an example just to make it more real. So I constantly have gone back to the time when I almost worked for Scooter Braun in the music industry. I had an opportunity to meet with him and his team because I had been working in the music industry years ago and met him through mutual contacts and all these things. But then I ended up not going to meet him and his team because I felt a loyalty to the person that I was working with. And it was this whole big thing. And ever since that moment, I thought, oh my gosh, if I had only, what if I did go? What if I did work for him? What would my life be like now? What opportunities, what situations? like? What possibilities would I have unlocked for myself? Because it was an important choice at the time. It was like, do I work for him or do I just exit the music industry altogether? And I chose to exit the music industry altogether because that was just where I was at in my life. And then that's when I short, you know, six months later, that's when I went to Switzerland with my now husband. And it took me on a whole completely different trajectory 
than I had ever expected for my life. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like I love my life. Yet I can go back to that moment in time and be like, wow, the part of me that continues the life that I could have had. Right. And so putting that kind of weight on decisions can definitely paralyze you, can definitely paralyze you. But what if a quote unquote wrong decision isn't necessarily a bad thing? So what if we start to look at the idea of wrong and right decisions and be like, okay, but any decision isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? So Sarah Bonbronic in her book, Something More says, but a wrong choice isn't necessarily a bad choice, end quote. Our purpose on earth is to learn our preferences. And the only way to do that is to make decisions to test them out, to decide what's for us or not. And I promise you, we can handle whatever comes our way when we do make a decision. Take it from me, who couldn't even comprehend surviving birthing a baby. It may sound silly, especially if you had a baby or your just idea of having kids is like, oh, yeah, you can do that. I don't know. But for me, who struggles with anxiety and had a lot of fear growing up, I literally in the hospital was like, I'm going to die. I cannot birth this baby. And yet I did it. I did it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like my mind made it so much worse than it actually was. And so after that experience, I wondered what else in my life am I selling myself short in? I just can't believe that something I feared so much ended up not being as bad as my mind made it out to be. So there must be tons of other things that I'm selling myself short in. We are more capable than we ever, ever, ever give ourselves credit for. When we make a decision, I will guarantee that not only will you make that decision in the best faith possible, in the best space that you possibly can. I know that sometimes we make decisions out of fear and anxiety, but that's okay because we're always learning. We're always figuring out life and we're human. We can't take that away. That's just part of being human. So that's okay. When you make a decision, you will also be able to handle what comes next. And that's the part I get tripped up on. I think, oh, if I make this decision, I don't think I can handle if this happens or that happens. Or, you know, if I go this way, then will I be able to handle the responsibility? And it goes both ways. I've had that conversation with myself. If I make more money, if I make a ton of money, how can I trust myself to do good with it and to grow it and to not lose it? Or if I make this decision and I lose it all, oh my gosh, that's the end of me. I'm never going to recover. But this is the thing. We don't know how we're going to react in a situation until it happens. And I can also guarantee you, if you are doing the work, preparing yourself, learning what you need to learn, getting that resilience, becoming a better version of yourself, you will handle anything that comes your way with more grace than you could ever, ever, ever imagine. And I'll tell you again, I'll tell you why. When I had a baby, I, leading up to it, was meditating. I was eating healthy. I was exercising. I was reading books in controlled small ways because I just know myself. If I dive too deep into things and I get panicked, but I was like, okay, I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to be intentional about the information that I'm taking in. And I literally just like built upon this foundation of health and, and knowledge and all these things. And when it came time to do the thing, 
even though my ego, my mind was freaking out, my body fell back on the training that it had. It really did. And I'm so grateful that I took the time to train myself the way I did. And so it's the same for anything else. You right now in this moment have been training for whatever you are about to receive. Abundance, prosperity, wealth, health, relationships, love, anything. You are exactly where you need to be and you are exactly able to handle whatever is being given to you because you would not be able to attract something and bring it into your life if you are not ready to carry it through, to see it through. So the reason I'm saying this is to cut out that idea that there are wrong choices. And yes, I still feel moments of, oh my gosh, I'm scared of failure, but guess what? I'm going to do it anyway. And again, that's with the baby. I had no choice. Like I was scared out of my mind, but that train is coming into the station, whether I want to or not. So I can either get on the train and just relax as much as I can and help my body, or I can just freak out and panic and fight against it and make this harder for myself. So trust that if you get on the train and you make a decision, it's okay. Like you're going to handle it well. You can get off if you want to. You could turn around and pivot. But regardless, you're going to learn something. And even if you feel scared of failure, even if you're scared of discomfort, bring it along for the ride. That's part of being human. There is no experience ever on this planet that won't have both sides of the emotions. It just won't happen. So the sooner we can accept it, then maybe the sooner we can keep going even with fear. Learning to trust ourselves is a moment-to-moment process. And so is believing that God or source only wants what's best for us, even when situations prove difficult or uncomfortable. So this week, weekend, whenever you're listening to this, practice making small, non-risky decisions, like what show to watch or what book to read. Shorten the amount of time that you take to decide. So if you flip through Netflix for a half hour, what make it 10 minutes, then make it five minutes, and then just make it automatic and just practice making decisions based on your gut feeling. And then from there, you can increase the risk, right? I think part of it is building confidence. The more you practice something and do something, the more confidence you get for yourself. And that's like a morning routine, right? The more you do a morning routine, the more you show yourself that you can show up for yourself, that you can stick to something. And then your confidence grows and grows and grows from there. So you can make good decisions and handle what happens. There is no such thing as a wrong decision.